Hello, welcome to another episode here of Big Man Woods. Now, I don't know if you know where I'm standing. I'm in a very snowy car park here at Gilwell Park. We're going to dive inside and go and chat to the boss of scouting, Matt Hyde. We're going to spend a few hours with him and quiz him all about what's happening with scouts. Big Man in the Woods! Big Man in the Woods! Big Man in the Woods! And here's your host, Bud Yates! Right, so I'm inside. I have avoided the snow. It's lovely snow today, Matt. It is lovely. It's yeah, brilliant. apart from the M25, oh, which wasn't so lovely. No. We've got a whole lot of questions here, Matt. Great. Um, both from me and both from um, viewers of Big Man in the Woods. Fantastic. So, some are a bit political. I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, my life. <laughs> and some are a good fun. This is not going to be any News 24, BBC News, nothing like that. No, so fine. It's, good. it's all good. good. Good, looking forward to it. Right, so first few seconds, Matt, let's just introduce yourself and in a, in a tweet, tell us what you do here at Scouts. I am the chief executive of the Scouts. So that's responsible for the strategy of the organization, working with the board, uh, and obviously the UK chief commissioner and uh, the lead volunteers. And we hopefully add value and help volunteers to make scouting as amazing as it can be. That's more than 140 characters, I think. But you know, right. we didn't count it's exactly. still, when the coffee kicks in, we'll probably live it up a bit. So last time I checked you, Matt, at Reunion, you were telling us that you, you've just taken the role as cub leader. Are you still doing Gosh, well, I mean, that must have been a while ago because yeah. I've been a beaver scout leader and a cub scout leader and a scout leader. And I stepped down as a scout leader a few months ago now, but uh, it was amazing. It was brilliant. I mean, I've always believed in leadership that you have to keep your eyes on the stars and your yeah. feet on the ground. And it was a brilliant way of um, really every week just thinking through, okay, how is what we're doing at Gilwell Park actually making a difference yeah. on the ground? Were there things that you noticed that actually things aren't working or...? Well, yeah, I mean, like, you've got... There, there are many layers, aren't there, in the uh, Scout Association. Yeah. Uh, if you were starting it from scratch, you might not necessarily... Um, devise something that has 8,000 separate charities, but we are where we are. And, you know, look, in any federated organisation, and frankly, probably any organisation full stop, whether you're in a big bank or a big public sector body or whatever it is, you're constantly, as a leader in, in a role like mine, trying to think about the practicalities of, is what you're doing genuinely making a difference? The stuff that we have to do uh, in order to, say, keep young people safe. Is that proportionate in terms of the sort of um, the burden it places on people who are giving their time up? Yep. So, um, you know, just that constant reminder. And then, and then I would come back on a sort of, much to the delight of uh, some of the staff here, would come back on a sort of Friday morning and say, that badge we're doing, are you sure this is working? Is this really having the impact? So, yeah, it was, um, it's been a brilliant experience. Nice. What are those badges that you thought, nah, it's not really working? Let me tell you about the ones that are working. Go on it's on. a classic kind of response to a media question, that one, isn't it? Let me answer the question that I want to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I used to love things like the uh, Creative Challenge Award because it was so easy to just pick up and run with and do different ideas and yeah, yeah. young people loved it and things like that. It's interesting when we've done stuff around the A Million Hands stuff, what, what worked and, and what kind of we went back and fed back about is it too complicated? Yeah. 
Um, are there things we're trying to do that anyone who wants to pick it up and run with it has to spend so much time getting their head around? Research if that's the case, then it, it, it needs kind of evolving. Um, and then, you know, we all love a night whereby you can get, have a partnership where you just know of your 10, 12 nights in a term, you've got two or three ticked off. Mm -hmm. Um, so I loved things like the partnership we had with, or have, with Warhammer. Really, really simple, yeah. great evening, things like that. Um, digital Maker Badge, we had Raspberry Pi volunteers coming and doing stuff. That was really cool as well. Yeah, so I think it's things like that. And then obviously the training. And I look at where we've moved in terms of training as well and things like safeguarding and safety, being online. Yep where we've really tested that to get that, that um, content as sharp and as necessary as possible to cover all the bases, but being able to do it in the most efficient way yeah. as possible. And therefore, by putting it online, making sure it's consistent as well, so we know that everyone's doing the same content. Yeah. So what badges did you really not like? Come on. Oh, so negative. What a negative question. No, there's, 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 there was a badge that people were like, oh. There are, there are, so for me, knots. Yeah, well, I was about to say, I, I there are I badges that you do that is just not your skill set. Yeah. But the way I always approached that was we had a team, right? I mean, I'm not the world's most natural scout. My brothers were. Um, but, you know, in terms of traditional sort of running uh, camps and things like that. Um, so I had a brilliant member of my team called Stu, who would run all the camps, far better than I would, mm. and was far more effective. We had another guy um, called um, uh, Ollie, who would, uh, I used to call him like the Ministry of Fun, because he was the one that was just so good at the games and the, and the young people yeah. loved him. And then uh, we had Becky in our team who would do all of the, um, the communications and support and engagement with the parents and things like that. And, and I think that model is, is how you build Absolutely. amazing, sustainable teams. Because then when some of us moved on, others moved into different positions. But it was a team effort. And it's interesting, we all met up recently, even though lots of, some, some are still involved, some, some are not. Um, and that sort of bringing people together as a, as a, as a team is, is actually makes the role more enjoyable Absolutely, as well, yeah. right? Because this is about, and you know, we lots of us, you know, some of us didn't know each other before we got involved. That is the power of scouting. It's also that team ethos is at the heart of what we're trying to do in terms of changes to the volunteer experience as well. Yeah, delegation. That's what I found. Right? There's some things you just, yeah. like you say, you, you just can't do and you need help. I tell you, the, the best nights and the nights I enjoyed the most was where you'd got four bases, you'd brought in different parents and carers as well and a few external people. And basically, I could sit back and enjoy the night yeah. and because everyone was running those bases and people were getting involved in it, rather than having a load of parents sat on the side, not, you know, turning up and not really knowing what they were there to do. Find us on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Big Man in the Woods UK. Which section did you enjoy the best? Beavers, Cubs? Well, they're all different, actually. And um, I, I really enjoyed Cubs. Cubs is a great section. I think you've got, you, you are on that, that bridge point. But I, I do also, I mean, Beavers was a bit like, you know, um, strapping yourself in for a, uh, uh, on a roller coaster for an hour. You kind of go and you get spat out the other side. And, what just happened there? 
Um, and then Scouts, um, I think what's interesting about Scouts is that they come in as children and they leave as young people. Yeah, and yeah. that deve developmentally, um, probably because it's you know, three and a half years rather than two years as well, to see the transformation of the young person, that's why we do what we do, right? And that is really, really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, but, I've, you know, the other thing is I've gone around, you know, obviously was pretty heavily involved in the development of, of squirrels. Again, totally different. Yeah. When, I, when I saw it with my, own, with my own eyes, first in Northern Ireland and then with, through the pilots, it looked like scouting, but it really did feel different as well. So, uh, and explorers, I've, you know, I've not run explorers. I've got <laughs> a 15-year-old, um, though, he's having the time of his life. Yeah, he doesn't want you there. No, and I think that's good as well. Good to give him the own space. Good for him. I think, you know, again, it's really interesting experiencing it as a parent as well as a chief exec as well. So uh, just mind-blowingly impressive yeah, yeah, in terms yes. of what the volu what volunteers are, and the leaders are doing. And that's, I think, you know, parents still forget that we're volunteers. Every couple of weeks I have to remind parents that, you know, I work in a hospital and this one works here. And we're all volunteers. And they're like, why would you do it? Like, I think that, well, that is true. And... Um, I think it's something that's very powerful about what we do. So a few people have said to me, you know, you could charge a lot more and um, people would pay for it. <laughs> and I think, you know, there are parts of society that are used to being able to pay for things. What I love about Scouts is that it is all about what I would call reciprocity. So you give a bit and you get a bit back. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's genuinely a sense of communities coming together to make things happen. You know, it's not unique in Scouts, but it is at the heart of what makes the voluntary sector so powerful. Yep. We saw it massively in the pandemic. You know, 12.4 million people volunteered, 4.6 million people for the first time. 3.8 million of those want to um, go on to volunteer. And that's why I've kind of been developing this idea called the Big Help Out, which is going to be the Monday of the coronation, which is to how can we unlock that spirit of kindness um, throughout all of society in lots of different organizations and how do we do it in a way that um, tells the story that yes this is good for society yes this is good for in our instance young people but it's good for you as an individual as yeah. well it's good for your skills it's good for your well-being it's yeah. good to be part of something yeah it's good to be part of the community because you know particularly in London we don't talk to each other and we keep our own separate lives and stuff so trying to get all together will be well, London is really interesting because having, you know, I spent, what, 20 years living in London. And um, so I went to university in London and then carried on. What you need to go to? I went to Queen Mary, University of oh, London yeah. in the East End. Yeah. And the, and the Mile End Road's really interesting. And um, Tower Hamlets is really interesting because mm. you've got some of the wealthiest communities cheek by jowl with right. some of the, the, the poorest communities. I, you know, I suppose at the risk of making this too political, um, there's something very powerful about what we do that cuts to the, the origins of the, the movement, right? That Brownsea mm -hmm. Island was about bringing together young people from public schools and those that were not from that background and, and mixing them, um, what we would now call social mixing, but actually just bringing people together to realize they have more in common. Now, I don't think that uh, message could be any more relevant in 2023 when we've got populism, post-truth, wars in Europe, and you know, a sense of uh, developing global citizens, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. It's again, too political, Matt. Sorry. 
Sorry, apologies. Mm. What would you cook as a meal on a campfire? What is your go-to meal? Ah, oh, you can't beat a fry-up, can you? But what does a fry-up contain? Uh, well, I mean, look, as a, uh, as a meat eater, uh, it was, it's the full works, isn't it? I mean, they're the best, the, you know, back to my uh, camping experiences, they were always the best, bacon, sausage, eggs. You, eggs in different ways. Are you, are you good at camping on the no. camping, cooking on the? On a I'm not a bad cook, actually. Again, you get you as part of the team ethos. We would delegate that out. But look, you know, I want again. The best thing has been actually getting seeing young people do that themselves. Yeah, yeah. So. so two things I remember. One, Bear refused to eat some cam donuts made for him. He just looked at him and was like, "What? What's that?" So I was yeah. like, "If Bear doesn't eat my cooking, what does that say?" So well, one he, of my stories. His body's a temple, so uh, he's very careful about <laughs> what he eats, uh, unlike me. Uh, and um, uh, but I don't know. Maybe no. Maybe it was he was a worried that if he'd eaten them, that he would never eat anything quite so <laughs> magnificent ever again. So that's one of my stories about cooking on the mm. campfire. The second one is we were doing um, a district competition. Yeah. And one of my scouts served a bacon sandwich. Yeah. And just as we looked at that bacon, it was literally pink. So he would have spent the whole weekend on the, on the toilet. But he, was, he served it and was like, there's, there's a bacon sandwich. Whether that was a joke or whatever, I don't know. But yeah, he was probably convinced. Not. And we've all been through, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. all witnessed those kind of uh, horror shows. No. I mean, yeah, I remember in, uh, so I'm from Hertfordshire. And, um, oh, and I live in Hertfordshire. I'm not I'm from Cambridgeshire. But um, they do this uh, thing in uh, St Albans, this ready, steady, cook thing. Like it'll be happening with loads of explorers or scouts across the country. And you know, I always feel for the judges who get kind of <laughs> served up a plate of like, mmm, lovely, what thanks very much. Yeah. You know? And they just <laughs> have one like little spoonful. Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmares, equivalent yeah. of like, well, how how is this edible in any way? No, no, no. Uh, talking about food, we ask mm. all our guests. Yeah. Um, it's good for scouts. Coordinates. Yes. The. This could either be tea or coffee. I can see you're drinking coffee. So what coffee are you going to go for? Uh, 2D. 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 Yeah. And would that be the same for your tea? Uh, that's my tea. Sorry. Oh, tea. Oh, coffee. Yeah, coffee. Mm, good question. Probably 2C. Coffee. Coffee now. Yeah, yeah. Before lunch. Yeah. No coffee after lunch. Decaf tea after lunch. Confusing. If I have coffee, if I have caffeine after lunch, I just can't sleep. That's oh, too confusing. So no. uh, there you are. Right, uh, we've asked you what's your favourite scout badge. Um, this is a problem for me. Do you sew or glue your badges on your blanket? Uh, I asked my mother. Uh, in her eighty-second <laughs> year, she is the. Uh, I mean, she can sew like you know, like a seamstress. No. Uh, really impressive. So, yeah, I outsource. It's all about delegation. That's the message. It's all about delegation. Delegation. She loves it. We were talking about it. What, what do you think are the biggest challenges for scouts right at the moment? Um, well, still waiting list. 90,000 young people who can't join because um, we still need more volunteers. Not just volunteers. Some parts of the country, it's about places as well. So, um, interestingly, you've got lots of parts of the community where you've got... Um, predominantly a Muslim community. And I think what's interesting is often, I speak to some adult volunteers who say, in some of those communities, they've got the volunteers, but they haven't got the physical places. And that was particularly acute after um, COVID. So people and places, I suppose, are, are two of our ongoing um, uh, challenges. Um, and, you know, I think the other thing is, 
We have grown for, what, 14 in the last 15 years, which is amazing. I think there are still questions about where we're growing and how reflective we are of modern society. And that's not, I'm not saying that because of some woke agenda. Yeah. I'm saying it because, um, one, we know that young people from some of the poorest communities have so much to gain from scouting and non-formal education. Mm -hmm. In fact, for many young people, where school is just a turn off, it's not working for them. Um, it, we, we know that scouting unlocks so much in them. You know, I mean, that was my brother's story. My brother's story was um, the um, school, they didn't really in, enjoy or thrive in school in quite the, the way that others might have done. But scouting um, was one of those activities that gave them uh, confidence, positive messages, reinforcement, wider skills development. And I, you know, I think both of them would now attribute scouting to why they went on to have really successful careers, one as a finance director and one in, in uh, really senior in further education. So um, that's the importance of why we need to reach different communities. And also we need to, in order to be re relevant and uh, continue to be credible, it's ensuring that we are reaching all parts of society. Yep. That's what we do, right? Yep. And that's, that's not something we've just come up with in some kind of strategic plan yeah, with yeah. KPIs. Yeah. You go back to yeah, 100 years ago reading uh, in the Scout Gazette and other things what Baden-Powell was talking about, exactly the same stuff, exactly the same. Mm. Just modernise it a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, and it, it is the cliche about scouting as a movement because Move it moves with the times. Yep. Um, but it is important. I, I do think the reason why, unlike other uh, organisations, the reason why we've been successful, particularly in recent years, since 2009, I mean, it sort of predates me, but you know, we've, we've had a, continued to have a, have a great run, is because we've continued to modernise it. Now, you have to do that in a way that is at the right pace. And you've got to do it in a way that isn't a disconnect for someone saying, oh, hang on, I know you might be saying that there or in the media, but does this reflect what on I'm doing yeah, yeah. on yeah. the ground? And so um, that's, that's why we've got so many, you know, hundreds of volunteers here at just a headquarters point of view who are shaping, influencing, directing what we do to try and get that balance between continuing to move forward, but doing it in a way that is, um, is credible and real. Yeah, and I think some people don't like change, though, do they? Like, we've all met those scout leaders that have been around for a long time, and then you come along and introduce a new idea or a new badge or something like that, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. We don't well, you know, I mean, one of Bear's uh, sayings is he says, the only people who like change matter babies with wet bottoms. Uh, so, uh, is that your Bear Girls impression? Uh, it, it's a version of it, yes. <laughs> it's a version of it. Um, whenever you're going through a change programme, and if you're constantly changing like we I think just change is a norm, right? We've yeah, just got to yeah. think about, the, these aren't programmes, it's just you've got to keep changing, not for change, change's sake, but because the world around us has changed. I mean, look at the last five years, what's happened yeah. in, you know, pandemic and... Um, you know, everything that's changed there in terms of the way we work and the way we use digital technology, the way we engage with each other. But I think within that, it's about being true to the original vision. I mean, and, and I think, you know, when we developed the Skills for Life branding, I think the reason why it went down 
well with people because people could see it immediately and go, yeah, I get that. And actually, you go back 100 years, what is it about being outdoors, being with friends, volunteering uh, at the heart of what mm-hmm. we do, community, service, um, everything that's in the promise and the law. These are, these are constants, right? But um, how do we keep adapting to the world around us is, is, is essential, whether that be badges, whether that be trading. And, and the key is how we take as many people with us on that journey as possible. Because sometimes people have legitimate concerns. And guess what? Even I hate to say it, sometimes we don't always get it right. So the key it's is life. you've got to keep listening and engaging. And sometimes you have to say, well, I hear you, but we've, we've thought this through. We've seen the evidence. We've heard what young people want to say. So we're going to continue on the journey. Or the harder decisions are sometimes, particularly if you're in a position like mine where people have gone on a, you know, they've absolutely convinced this is the right thing, is when you put the handbrake turn on and you go, I'm not sure we got this right. Yeah. And that's why I kind of get fairly um, obsessive about listening to people, uh, whether it be on social media, whether it be on visits around the country, whether it be through the governance itself and making sure that the decisions we're making are broadly in the right place. I don't pretend we always get it right, but we're always listening. And we're always acting with the best of intentions and motivations. Ignore my watch. (laughs) It sometimes talks to me. I'm going to get to that one in a minute about Bear Grylls. All right. You're listening. You're listening to Big Man in the Woods. Big Man in the Woods. Um, Scarf or Mecca? Uh, do you know what? I, th- I, I think I use both. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the same. I, uh, and I don't know why I use both. I mean, I think probably I use Necker more than anything else, if I'm honest. Uh, but I do sometimes say scarf, or, and in some parts of the country I might say necky. Necky? If oh. I'm feeling a little That's bit exotic. Well. Right, s'mores. Every oh, scout yeah. loves a s'more. Yep. I learnt this from a scout group in Dorset about how to make the perfect s'more. Or how would you make your s'more? First thing is about toasting the marshmallow in the right way. Okay. Not too burnt. Some people like it really burnt. Mm. Not for me. Then I would go with, personally, for speed, I'd go for digestive biscuits. Chocolate digestive? Chocolate digestive. Yeah. Uh, that's it, really. I don't, I'm, I'm kind of pretty old school. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't no, I make agree. it too fancy. My wife was a, um, she did a, a Girl Scout um, camps uh, after she left. Uh, uni and um, they are they have mastered the s'more to uh, incredible effect okay. and um, so they use it's all about the is it graham crackers or graham crackers oh, yeah, I think yeah, they yeah, describe yeah, now that, yeah, yeah. that I have tried that as well that okay. does make a massive difference as well second Wimborne uh, the scout group down in Dorset not right. far from Brownsea Island okay they have now told me to swap digestives to, to a Jaffa cake well I'm now you see I don't mind Orange or marmalade with uh, with chocolate. Yeah. Not for everyone, but um, I tell you, you know, someone who was uh, waxing lyrical about um, uh, smalls recently. Do you know who this was? Gone. The prime minister. Oh. So he visited a group in Inverness uh, about six weeks ago. Classic example. It's probably actually this is probably quite interesting. Well, maybe interesting for people who are listening. Which is that I mean. There's a lot of stuff that happens where sometimes people say, why don't we get heads up? I mean, that one, I think we had less than 24 hours. We were told <laughs> that, you know, Prime Minister wants to visit a, um, uh, a scout group. It was up in Scotland. 
and went to uh, this group in Inverness and made s'mores and talked about how he loved making s'mores as a scout. Did he make one himself and yeah. get it m melted down his I don't suit? think so. Oh, I don't think so. That would have been great. No, I don't think or so. Or a little bit of yeah, I think they'd have edited that out. <laughs> uh, if you could create a new badge for adults, what would it be? And what would the criteria contain? Uh, oh, I've got the, uh, probably the... Well, I think that I'd give you the boring answer and a more interesting answer. I think the boring answer would be, I'd love to find ways of recognising uh, great stuff that people are doing locally, whether that be an innovation badge for the coolest transformation to uh, what's happening with the program or a uh, EDI badge for people who are genuinely as leaders making sure their group is as inclusive as possible so that's the kind of boring answer that I think actually it's probably got some legs in it what I don't know um, most smalls eaten badge bacon, bacon badge. badge how to make the perfect bacon one. badge well and also volume because you could do it like a stage badge <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, <laughs> How many bacon butties can you have? Probably not, actually. In terms Brown of or red sauce them in your bacon butty? Oh, red. That's all right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, okay, how many scout ambassadors are there? Uh, well, they're changing all the time. And actually, <laughs> the, the other thing that's confusing about this is actually we are identifying another one at the moment. So, no, no, no. Uh, okay, okay. On the scout website, as of this morning, at 7.30 this morning when I double-checked, 10? No. 11? No. But you see... 12 at the moment. Oh, well, that's not far off. Okay, well, that wasn't far I wasn't far off. Uh, who, who have you missed then? Let's work out. Come on then. Oh, no, no, you're not going to do that for me. No. In fact, <laughs> literally, I'm looking at a picture over here. There's some scout ambassadors, and there's, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. So, I mean, you know, plus bear. Did you include bear? No. Oh, okay. He's not ambassador. No, I know that. I was just trying to. I was just trying to <laughs> see if I could turn the question back on you. <laughs> uh, but I mean, look, we are really lucky, and we're constantly trying to, uh, again. Well, I mean, firstly to say that the our ambassadors do an incredible job. Yeah. I mean, you know, the stuff that Tim Pete was doing uh, last week around the launching uh, of the rocket in Florida. Yeah. That was just. I mean. Honestly, seriously, in terms of coverage and profile, this is the sort of stuff organisations yeah, yeah. would, you know, just cherish. Um, and then you've got uh, Helen and uh, Steve, Helen Glover and Steve Backshaw, young kids, could be coming Squirrel Scout uh, leaders ooh, soon. Ooh, ooh. Could be. Is that a tip-off? Could be, could are you, be. Are you telling us something? Uh, could be. Um, and, uh, you know, Eddie Simmons again. Uh, just Have you been fantastic. inspired to take up dancing then? since Ellie was doing Strictly? Well, I don't think it's right for me to show off my moves now. Uh, but, uh, There's no one here. Yeah, they, well, only the staff <laughs> team, so that's definitely what I'm not going to do. Uh, no. I'm a big Strictly fan, though. You and Bear? Me and Bear. Do you think Bear yeah. would do it? Is he good at dancing? I don't think that's his scene. That's my gut. That's not his scene. So but one of, the, you know, one of the other ambassadors might. You never know. Steve Baxter's done it, hasn't he? Steve? Yeah, so there Dwayne. you go. Dwayne might... No, I don't think it's no, Dwayne's no, no. scene either. Did you see the vlog I did with Dwayne? Stuck no, I didn't. Stuck in the, in a, in the mini with him. Uh, Dwayne is such a joy. and He's such an incredible... And again, his commitment and also what he's done in terms of taking the scouts on some of his exp yeah, expeditions yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a great guy. So come Skill. on, who, who, um, ambassador-wise, yeah. who, who would you like if you could pick up other people to be scouts? Are you offering... Of you course. offering your yeah. services. Yeah. Right, we'll put you on the list. 
We'll put you on the list. So how do you become an ambassador? How would you? Well, what we do is we do a lot of polling. We do a lot of research. We ask young people. We ask the public. We ask leaders. Um, we then work with different agencies to actually think about what would people, um, uh, would, they, would they be interested. Um, we're trying to project something different about scouting each time. So that could be, um, uh, you know, one of the messages is you don't have to um, be into, um, you don't have to be an adventurer. For example, mm -hmm. we also have a Scout Adventurers program as well, where we've got loads of people who sign up to be uh, adventurers. But we're trying to sort of communicate. And also, to you want enough people who are from different backgrounds that a different young person and or a different leader can look at them and go, that person's like me. If they can do it, this organisation's for me. Yeah. That's what you want. So who's your favourite ambassador? Oh, don't be ridiculous. I'm not going to answer that question, am I? <laughs> Come on, man. They're all my favourites. <laughs> They're all my favourites. Really? Yeah. Right. So who's this new ambassador? You're saying there's some new people coming? Oh, well, no, I genuinely... This is an easy question. I genuinely don't know. Because oh. we have a team of people who, uh, who look into this. The comms team uh, and the head of brand, he spends lots of time talking to people, exploring options. So, so you'll I, be the first to know. If I bung you five quid. Yes. The new chief scout. Oh, yeah. Who? What, you want to be the new chief scout for five quid? Well, that's an option <laughs> if it's that cheap. Uh, There's a rumour. Yes, oh, yeah. Rumour on like the streets. Oh, do you know what? A rumour in the scout movement? No, no, really? Never, never, I never. don't believe it. Right, okay. The new scout has been chosen. The new chief scout has been chosen. Oh, will you let me know? You don't know either. You let me know. Let me know. When you find out, you let me know. Where's that rumour come from? I don't know, I was told last night. Really? Hmm, little tip off. And I was like, nah, okay. Good. Was it someone from, with uh, no, the best thing authority? Is they, the best <laughs> thing is they couldn't tell me who it was. They oh, brilliant. Said, the new chief scout's been chosen. Well, who is it then? And they were like, uh, I haven't been told, I've just been told that it's been picked. Well, that's, well, that's fantastic. That's rubbish then. Well, I hear lots of things here uh, in this role whereby Decisions have been made. Hang on, you've started these, some of these rumours yourself no, no, and no, over no. the time. No, 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 no. It was it you at Guild Reunion starting rumours as well? We're going to talk about the Dry Reunion. Okay. Yeah, that's the Dry Reunion. The Dry Reunion. That was it, I remember now. Yeah, I'd forgotten what it was. Yeah, well, that's kind of... Look, you've got 140,000 people. There'll always be sort of things swirling around. For more camping tips and tricks, visit our website, YouTube channel, or Facebook page. Pigman in the Woods. I mean, it's why we tried to do... So we introduced these webinars pre-COVID, yeah. uh, which people think we did it during COVID. We didn't. We've been doing it for a year. And you got, you know, a few people turning up. We did it when we launched the um, plan back in 2018, the Skills for Life plan. And then in, in COVID, first, I think it was a week or two after lockdown, because everyone was at home, no one had anything else to do. And um, we'd said, we'd, we'd engaged Zoom, and we said, uh, they'd given it, for, I think it was free, up to yeah. 10,000, and then said, but you'd have to pay for more. And I said, I, don't, we were like, I think we might get more than 10,000, but how do we know? We've only ever had hundreds before. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did, and we saw the kind of attendance going up, and it was literally like 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. went up to 16,000. We were, at the time, 500 off the biggest Zoom call ever in the world. Oh, wow. So, uh, could have been a new Guinness World Record for Scouts. Could have been a Guinness, yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, but no one had anything else to do. So, uh, <laughs> so they had to listen to kind of me and uh, I think it was Tim at the time uh, talking about um, what was going on and what, how we were going to respond. But there you go. That's, uh, so I had that crazy idea of doing the first live scout session during COVID. So I was working in the hospital during the day right. and doing live Thursdays. Right. I didn't realize that the internet would crash, yep. this would crash, you'll be in the middle of a, a badge or something and then everything yep. would die and oh man, yeah. to restart yeah, the internet yeah, yeah. and it was a disaster. But skills for life, bears famous resilience, keep going, keep Never going. Never give up. Never and give up. It was brilliant and, and yeah. we had lots of people joining in around the world. That was great. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's, and that's the thing. I think we learned to do things differently, didn't we? And some of that stuck. Um, and some of it, it's like, I think the thing about COVID was how do you take the best bits from that and, and keep doing it? Um, but also, what did we lose? And I think that was that one of the things that was interesting for me about scouting was as a leader coming back after that was... I remember the excitement and the reconnection of the leaders as much as I, the young people of just being back together and yeah. that kind of positivity and just being outside around a campfire again. And, um, you know, there's loads of things you can do remotely. Great. And there's loads of work we do, obviously, that's hybrid now. You can't really be being in the same room as someone. An online campfire. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can't no, do any more of this. Can't no, do any more of this. No. No, it's not the same, is it? No. When I was with Dwayne, we yeah, tried yeah. to call Bear. Right. And he didn't answer. Right. So if we called Bear now, do you think he would answer? Uh, I think he might, but uh, I don't know where he actually is. We were in touch yesterday. Um, i tell you what we were in touch about. Scouts the Musical. Yes. Yeah? Do we are like you, that? Are you coming? Uh, I, I think I am coming, yes. I don't know which night I'm doing, but um, they are really great Saturday, guys. Saturday the 23rd I'm going. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I think we might be around that week. So um, Bear's very excited about it. That's where we're going. And, I'm, I'm uh, talking to Sam. The, yes, the, Sam's a good guy. During the week, yeah. we're going to be doing yeah. the interview with, with Sam. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. They're really good guys. And uh, I went to the St. Albans Gang Show with him. And uh, again, it's interesting. Uh, he's... He, they did these uh, other musicals like Timpsons the Musical and stuff like that. Like so many people, when they come across Scouted, they kind of think they have an idea of what it is, which yeah. will probably conform with all the stereotypes that you see yeah. on Ghosts or whatever else. But actually, when suddenly they get their eyes open to this incredible organisation, incredible movement, global movement of 57 million people in all parts of society in the UK and around the world, and so he kind of has really drunk the Kool-Aid. He loves it. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Looking Do you know much about it? Is it like a gang show? Uh, no, I know that I've heard one of the songs. One person can do a lot When they're on their own But being a part of the pack Means they'll do a lot more Here's a promise we can keep When the mountain's looking steep Yes, be brave, but don't pretend When you need help, wait and ask a friend To climb to the top and to pull you up to These are your skills for life Uh, I mean, I like a musical as much as the best person, and the next person, which yeah, is yeah. probably you. 
and I'm guessing you're a musical fan. I do like musicals. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, you know, scouting and musicals, I'm sold. What's your favourite musical then? Uh, oh, changes. Uh, right now. Hamilton, probably, at the moment. Is it? Hamilton. I mean, Les Mis is a, a kind of constant. Uh, what about you? You're more of a Lloyd Webber fan. <laughs> I should just go, beep, end this now. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, we, uh, well, <clears throat> Mary Poppins. Really? I like Mary Poppins. That was good. Jersey Boys was a good one. Yeah, I've not seen Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys not was good. Not really my kind of thing. Um, oh, no. this, isn't, this is not going well. No. Anything else? Wicked? Wicked's good. Yeah, like, okay. That's, we've got a common one there. Uh, yeah, we could just, well, we could turn this into a whole <laughs> musical. <laughs> vlog it's about musical. musicals. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been good. Good. Um, so is Bear going to make an appearance in the Scout musical then? I don't know whether he'll um, make an appearance. Because but they're I saying, think... if you wear your uniform, right. is this an interactive show, yeah? Right. If you wear your <laughs> uniform, right. uh, yeah, go on. There's I'm... more chance of you getting dragged up on the West End. Oh, really? The show. Yeah, that is that right? Okay. Well, there you are. Again, how many other charities have had musicals named after them and uh, like <laughs> built around them? Yeah. But also the base that we've got is, I think, it, it does capture the best of what we do in terms of gang shows and and being part of the public culture. I went to and the in gang a good show. way as well. You know, not in a way where. Um, you know, there was a time, I think, and, and I get that there's still parts of the uh, society that still think, you know, we're dip, dip, boys dip. only and yeah, all that kind of, those yeah, kind yeah. of stereotypes. And that's why a lot of the work we've kind of do with the brand is about modernizing it and refreshing it and telling positive stories about the modern face of scouting. Um, but, you know, I think this is a, so it's a really good example that this is a, a really positive thing that I think will, again, be a great story, and hopefully loads of Scouts will go and have a great night. And they are given a promo code for Scouts. Yes, they are. And I can't no remember doubt it. you can put it on here when it goes, it goes I can't out. remember the promo code, but uh, I do know the promo code. So if yeah. you're a Scout member, that's right. you can get some discount That's off. right, that's right. We all love a little bit of discount. Yeah, absolutely. All good. Right, one more question for you, Matt. Okay. Oh, here we go. Cartoon question. Right, okay. Back to coordinates. What... Out of this is your oh, this is cartoon. Hey, Dougie's interesting, isn't he? That's a bit of a spin-off, isn't it? That, well, I put, I put it it's there. the one that got away. Uh, so I, I don't even know where to tell the story or not. Which is, um, yeah, there were lots of conversations with the Hey Dougie team when we launched Squirrels, uh, yeah. and it didn't quite come off. So oh. uh, the, the, the producers were very, very keen. Um, uh, I think you're a bit of a Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> Uh, I didn't quite know how to take that, thanks. No, 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 you, you as, as, you, you as a fan. could have said, Mr. Bean, I suppose. Well, I tell you something. Uh, I am going 1A. And do you know straight why? Straight for Mickey. I'm going straight for Mickey because uh, we did the whole Disney thing last um, August, you know, one of these kind of trip of a lifetime things. And my wife went and said, look, you and... Uh, and the sun, uh, uh, you go and have a great time. I'm going to go in my Kindle and I'll just sit and I'll read the Kindle while you're doing lots of kind of cool stuff. Two weeks later, Mickey is, Mickey t-shirt, leaving floods of tears because she'd had the most incredible time and just kind of absolutely got into the whole Disney spirit. And the other reason is because they're a 
uh, partner, and uh, they've just done the Encanto badge. Uh, we don't talk about Bruno, but we do talk about mental health. So I'm, I'm all for that Encanto. That's a, that a good musical. Um, and uh, there's more coming, which is very exciting. More, more coming. More that's very exciting. More Disney. Mm, yeah. Like what? So no, no, I'm not, no, 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 no. It's a teaser. No, okay. So anyway, so I think they're a great partner, and um, uh, and yeah, I'm all for the. Di I tell you what, I like about what Disney have done is is the way I think they have again modernised their brand, and I'm not just talking about Disney Plus and stuff like that, and some of the some of the cool stuff they put out, but I think they've done. Um, uh, they do diversity really, really well, and actually, just it, they they created all these amazing characters um, that are appealing to young people in completely different ways. Yep. So there you go. Big man in the woods with Mark Yates. Big man in the woods. And girl guiding and scouts are they going to combine? Are we going to get that? Branding. Well, of course, they do combine on things like gang shows and, yep. and on uh, Jamboree, uh, of course. There'll be a, um, uh, Girl Guiding members. I mean, I, so my counterpart, Angela at Girl Guiding and I, we talk, I would say, three times a week, if not more, um, because so many things we go to around, whether it be funders or whether it be the government or whether it be other partners, we're having the same conversation about the same things in yep. the same way. And we've got this project funded by the Pairs Foundation, which is helping to think about how we jointly, using technology, help to attract people into our movements as, uh, as well to, for new volunteers. Uh, and we get on really, really well. And that really matters when you're collaborating with people. I think it really helps if you, if you get on well as, a, um, as, as, as two different uh, people. And look, we are part of the same family, right? We came, we've got the same parents. Exactly. And same history. Yeah. Um, but we do, we do different things. And um, they've just done their rebrand this week. And, uh, you know, they're very uh, understandably focusing on girl-only space. And that's great, because I think, you know, isn't it, it's great that girls have a choice that, you know, they can, and, and as you'll know, lots of uh, girls are in both. Uh, are in, in scouts and guides and in things like, I don't know, gang shows or things like that yep. can be there as scouts or guides as well. So there you go. So what was the last thing you and Bear talked about apart from the musical? You, uh, well, that was the last thing. That you, literally you, was the last thing. You don't just talk about scouts, do you? Talk about mates. Um, well, I, I, can't, I tell you something. I mean, he is, uh, I've worked with him now for 10 years. Uh, what you see with Bear is what you get. Uh, I thought the Louis Theroux interview they did was a really good representation of what bears actually like. Uh, and this, is, this will be a bit, a bit of a kind of bear love it, right? But he is, I, I've been lucky throughout my career, both here and in other places, to meet lots of famous people, lots of incredible people from politicians, members of the royal family, celebrities. He is one of the most incredible people I have met in any walk of life. And he, uh, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that he started as Chief Scout in 2009. We've grown 14 of those last 15 years. Now, why have we grown? Because of amazing people watching this who were doing incredible things, uh, growing scouting, putting on a brilliant program, attracting more um, young people. But I don't think it's a coincidence that Bears tenure has, has, has also coincided with this huge resurgence of, of, of scouting. 
And it's because he's authentic. You look at him and you go, yeah, that's what Scout's about. It's about values. It's about, um, you know, his, uh, what he does, but the person he is as well. Mm -hmm. And when you, you know, when you do something like Windsor or you do um, Bears Unsung Heroes or you um, are just out and about with him, you can see the impact he has when he's talking to a volunteer or a young leader. And he is, it's a story about positivity. If you're kind and you're living the values, but also, this is what you do, if you're really enthusiastic and positive, people want to be with you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when, when he does that, you leave feeling, I've seen it, I've seen people physically grow in front of your eyes just because he said, you're amazing, yeah. good for you. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, he's always like that. Whenever I see him, whatever, you know, nearly every day is an amazing day at Scouts. Some days aren't, okay, because it's life, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. He will be the person who, whenever you see him, will be so positive and saying, you're amazing, you're doing a great job, we're all behind you. And we all need that in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what scouting's about, because that's what we do with young people, but it's what we should do with adult volunteers as well, that kind of positivity. Not because there aren't challenges in life and we're not dealing with things that, that sometimes are difficult or that we don't always get it right, but because actually at the heart of this is good people trying to make the world a better place. And he's the embodiment of that. So, yeah, we talk about all sorts of things, all sorts of things. And, um, you know. And unfortunately, the interview suddenly stopped due to technology. Man, it's just frustrating just when you're in the middle of something and technology kicks in, but Sadly, that's all I could have filmed and, hey, could have thrown a hissy fit, but what's the point? Basically, Matt just ran up just by saying how, well, Bear Grylls is an all-round guy, you know, committed to scouts and the other charities that he does and that, and that kind of family man. And he was just wishing that the next chief scout would follow in that path and whoever that will be will be open and, and inspiring to young people and adult volunteers as well. So, Scout Leaders, I hope you enjoyed that. A little bit of time with CEO Matt Hyde behind the scenes of Scouting UK and what he gets up to and what he thinks Scouts is and what the best bit and the bits he finds frustrating. Exactly like me and you, no doubt. You know, social media playing that big part. Scout Leaders, I hope you enjoyed that and I'll see you next time here on Big Man in the Woods. Big Man in the Woods.